up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We're here for an NFL Wednesday. No Monday rundown this week, Tom. There just wasn't a lot else to talk about, but Happy New Year, bro. How are you doing in the early part of 2022? Happy New Year, man. New Year. Same old shit. Um, but yeah, no Monday rundown, and we're really going to have to get creative after next week, I'd say. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, next Monday we've got the college football championship, and then outside of the NBA and football playoffs, really nothing. Yep, and uh, we'll see if the NBA the NBA is trying to hold up through COVID. So your boy Kyrie Irving came back tonight, and he looks like he hasn't missed a beat, i got to be honest with you. You know, I didn't get a chance to really watch any of the game. Uh, uh, so quick. Moves are, you know, the ball, you would think his ball handling would be a little rusty. He's still got that on a string. He looks like he hasn't, and his, and the most important thing, from what I saw on the highlights, his jumper is there. Well, that's good, because his jumper is as pure as any point guard of all time. And I did see that Lance Stevenson dropped like 20 in the first quarter and had like 32 or something. That I was not expecting. Born ready. Born ready, baby. He's not uh, every. He's not your favorite player's favorite player like Beasley, but he's a uh, he's a real one. I'm glad he's getting another shot, especially in Indiana. That feels right. Yeah, shout but out Tom, to Coney Island. Shout out to Coney Island. Um, Tom, it is an NFL Wednesday, so we got a recap of Week 17 that was pretty entertaining. Uh, my uh-huh. team, not included. I don't think they even bothered getting off the bus in Chicago. But why don't we start? real fast with the Giants because I'm not going to talk about the on-field product. It's about as bad as it gets. I don't even think they could beat Jacksonville right now, no matter how bad Jacksonville is. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to any of the 11-minute ramblings of a maniac that Joe Judge had after the game. I did. So why don't you, from a non-Giants fan's perspective, take me through... Because you got used to Adam Gase, you got you've had some bad head coaches. I don't even in think. The past. Gotta be honest. Out of all the head, bad head coaches, and I could go through the list. I uh, I don't think I've ever heard anybody be just that bad, and it's just a guy that's out of touch and sounded desperate, and and it was bad, man. I, I honestly, if you had just played that for me, I would have been like, is this like Donald Trump Jr. or something? <laughs> like he literally sounded like Trump. Like oh, a lot of. A lot of people are saying they want me to come back. A lot of people want to play for me. You know, I hadn't made that comp. Um, you should just start naming dead football it, players. Perfect. Yeah, and that's a perfect <laughs> comp right now, actually. It's like me saying, like, Babe Ruth, he'd want me to manage him. I know that. <laughs> Guys that can't that. defend themselves. <laughs> so bad, dude. Oh, my God. Um you know, I, I really thought that there was no way they were going to get rid of him because every report coming out of the Giants building was saying that. And that's so funny because it's like, on. it's like honestly, I think after that 11 minutes, I don't know if they have a choice. And it's like, dude, you, you've you basically already been granted immunity for the season and, and it, your owner has come out and said, you're coming back. Just shut the fuck up. Just, use, just do coach talk at the press conference. You were under Belichick. He was under Belichick for a while. Just take a page out of his book. This isn't anything Saban would do. This is nothing Belichick would do. If he's from that school, man, he just completely went off the reservation. And this has to make John Mayer reconsider because obviously the on-field product. You is, should be happy about this. I, I kind of am because <laughs> he's he's unraveling in front of our eyes. Yeah, and you hate to see it, but and you never want to call for another man's job, but Jesus Christ. No, you don't, but at the end of the day, right, like what were we t- saying? Okay, the Giants are rewarding mediocrity. They're clearly not playing well on the field, and, and a lot of that's personnel decision. Mike Glennon's the quarterback. Jake Frost. I, I wouldn't even say they're there, rewarding but... mediocrity. They're rewarding, like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, probably a better way to phrase it. Um they're the worst team in the NFL right now. I mean, they have a backup quarterback that had minus 10 yards. It was the worst quarterback game in the NFL since Ryan Leaf in 1998. Jake Fromm is going to get the start this week because Glennon got hurt. Obviously, the personnel issues speak for themselves, COVID, injuries, and the like. But this guy, he's talking about motivating his team, talking about all of that shit. Tom, 
this team was down 14 nothing to a team whose coach is going to be fired <laughs> in the man a matter of five minutes. Yeah, it's you know it's rock bottom, really. I think. I hope for your sake. I don't know how. I mean, they're probably going to find a way. <laughs> Maybe at least they don't have their stands collapsing on the other players or having raw sewage come out of the upper deck of that shit stadium in New Jersey. Yes, but, Woody Johnson and the Mara family did build a nice stadium. But aside from that, let's talk about the team on the field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and is it really even that nice? No, it it's, looks like, yeah. it, it's like dark and bland. Like when I when I think of MetLife, I just think of like a, like a fucking – I don't know, the IRS building? Yeah, it looks like a fucking warehouse, bro. It's, <laughs> I'm totally with you. It's it's a disgrace. But, yeah, this has to be rock bottom. I don't know where it goes worse from here, but I think there is finally an avenue now for for Joe Judge to lose his job. And like you said, we're not. I don't like calling for people's jobs, and there's a lot of reason to want stability for the Giants, but I, I don't want to keep a guy just to keep a guy when he clearly is unraveling he's incompetent he called out the prior regimes you don't do that no head coach does that robert sala hasn't said one bad thing about the adam gase tenure of the jets and he left the cupboard a lot more bare than what than what pat Shermer left the giants so yeah why would you i mean that's it's a low blow combined with just pure stupidity spewing out of the guy's mouth yeah uh Really, really, really tough season. Uh, at least you got a top couple picks, though. That's the only the silver little lining. Sliver we'll see how they use of it. hope. Tom, I gotta say, moving off of this because I don't. There's literally no more reason to talk about the Giants. Talking about a sliver of hope, your team almost easily could have beaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a bizarre game out in MetLife. Yeah, um, you know, once you, you thought you'd seen it all. And uh, but Antonio Brown told us all to hold his beer. Um, but on the <laughs> field, I do not want to trade for Russell Wilson anymore. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Zach Wilson. Let's get let's keep beefing up that offensive line with Vera Tucker and um, what's his face on the other side, the left tackle, uh, Makai Becton, and let's get some more weapons to flank Carter and uh, and more. And, and let's build around this guy. I like everything I've seen. How can you not, man? And you know what? I hated the play call for fourth down to go for it there, but I love Robert Sala saying, let's fucking, let's, mm-hmm. let's give it a shot. Yeah, I, 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 would, I didn't really want to see him do that. You give him Tom Brady the ball back, and, I mean, we've seen that for since I was, shit, probably in diapers. But, I mean – Let's you know what we've got nothing to lose here. We we're not fighting for anything. Let's go for it. I like that out of Sala trying to get the W there and seal it. Um, as for Tom Brady and the Bucks, before we obviously talk about Antonio Brown, this is all tied in. I mean, shit. I think I think the Bucks went in the Super Bowl has sailed. Lenny Fournette hurt. Robert Gronkowski gets hurt every ten minutes. Mike Evans, same thing. God went out for the year, and now you're losing Antonio Brown. I mean. Every weapon aside from Scotty Miller and Cameron Brait that Tom Brady has, and those are two second stringers, are are gone. Yep, and and to be honest, man, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. If they weren't playing the Jets, they don't come back and win that game. No, I mean that's not to discredit Tom Brady, the goat. Yeah, I mean he's no, still not, but still got to put honest. the points up on the board. But I I totally agree with you, but. You got anything else to say on uh, not on the on field because something else happened on the field, but about the game? Sure. I mean, I want to kind of talk a little bit more about your sweet prince. And I, I think the <laughs> Jets played the perfect game for Jet fans and for the fate of their franchise. Yeah. Going forward, you had the win. You were outplaying them pretty much the entire game. Tom looked frustrated. He looked a little upset going on at certain points of the game with receivers not getting open. He obviously had the saga that we're going to get into. But I thought the Jets stayed the course. I thought Wilson made a couple of really nice throws. He did not make the stupid, asinine decisions that have cost him mm-hmm. so far. He's growing, and I man. Love the, 
And he, he is, and I love the attitude of the team and the head coach on the sideline. And the best part of all of it, Tom, is you could say that you easily could have won if you made a better play call, but at the end of the day, you got the loss, which means a better draft pick. So all in all, I would grade that game an A for the Jets. Absolutely. A-plus, if you will. Um, Whoa. Ah, listen, I texted my secretary. That's what you want to do. You want to see Zach Wilson have a really good game. You want to see the defense play well. The other Michael Carter, who they drafted uh, at safety, is excellent as well. They've had some great drafts over the last two years. Our new general manager is doing a hell of a job there with the drafts and the trades, given the fact we're going to have two top ten picks. And we lost the game. So we move, we, we either solidify the pick we have or we moved up a couple. Perfect. Really good day for the New York Jets and their fans. I'm happy for you, Tom, because I got nothing. So I'm happy. Honestly, for you. I think I would have been more disappointed had we won the game. Yeah, probably. But you know me; I'm always going to say that those wins are good for young quarterbacks, especially beating a team like Tampa and Tom sure. Brady. You're not beating, but the, the Jaguars, coach giving you confidence you to before. go forward on fourth down is a good is another little victory there as well. Absolutely. Hopefully next time you have a better play call. But end of the day, really good day for the Jets. So, Tom, I'm going to let you take the floor to start. Antonio Brown, go. Um, Yeah, I I just think Antonio Brown, and and I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever. I just think there's there's something wrong with him, man, and uh, he needs some help. I mean, just to put it in perspective – uh, he was like a touchdown and eight catches and a few other incentives away from a million dollars. And and given, you know, fuck the winning, fuck everything else. If you had just played the last two games, you probably would have gotten an extra million dollar bonus. Um, especially because he was the primary target. Tom Brady targeted him 15 times a game before that. And just... A sane-thinking person doesn't make that decision. Um, it was, you know, when they panned to it on red zone, uh, even Michaela was like, what's going on with Antonio Brown? And I was like, I don't know. It's like a new low for him, which is uh, he had to dig through the foundation because he set the bar pretty fucking low with what he's done since he has left the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and... Honestly, at this point, I don't even know what to say. Then there's, you know, the next day he's at, or the two days after, or whatever, he's at the Nets game. Um, he's he's fucking getting picked up by this celebrity driver, and and the guy's fucking videotaping him. Recording he him, doesn't yeah. Seem to care. I mean, apparently, he said he was too hurt to go back in the game, and Arians was just like, "Get the fuck out, then." Uh, Listen, Arians is playing hurt too. Guys, guys, Achilles is holding on by a Kevin Durant thread. I know. How crazy um, is that? Yeah. So uh, I don't know, Sean. What do you, What do you think? I just think. Listen, I I think the guy needs to needs some help. Yeah. Um, it's sad, honestly. It's sad to see somebody just completely unravel right on national TV. I think the worst part of this whole thing is is everybody wants to speculate and wants to kind of see if it was that hit that Vontez Perfect laid on him in the playoffs f- six years ago now. Oh, please, yeah. let's stop playing internet doctors here. You Listen, know? I, I'm with you, I'm with you, but I also don't think it's completely ridiculous to not say that there might be something going on with him because the weirdest thing with this is Tom, he wasn't always this way. I don't know if it was the money. I don't know if it was the superstardom. I don't know if it was a couple of hits. I don't know if it was a mixture of everything. There's some stuff in his personal life. We probably don't know what's going on. But this guy's completely unhinged. And yeah. I've I just never don't... seen anything like that. Nobody's ever seen anything like that. You said it perfectly. I was like, what is going on? It felt like we were in like a completely alternate reality watching that. Yeah, and me personally, I just don't like to speculate mental health. I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on with the guy. He's he's a person like everybody else. Um, CT, whatever. Like everybody's a fucking internet doctor on Twitter. Um, and I know you're not doing that. I'm just saying to all the no, I'm not at all that yeah, are out here I, diagnosing him with you know CTE and and all this other shit. There's a difference between diagnosing from afar and at least being open to any and everything. Because the alternative is to just say the guy's a complete and utter clown, and then something bad happened down the road, you know, not too far down the road. 
and you feel like you're a complete ass because you just missed the boat. I'm not saying it's one or the other. Obviously, the guy is completely out of his mind. And for whatever reason that may be, we don't totally know. He released a lengthy statement today, um, which I did not get a chance to read uh, prior to jumping on the pod with you. So it was basically him telling his side of the story. That's as much as I got. But I don't know, man. And his side lined up with what I said, right? Yes, yes, yeah. And and how you know he was just not going to go back in. He played. He basically pulled a pulled a uh, Scotty Pippen there. But I, he's been given every opportunity. And when you have the goat reach out to you to bring you into New England, when you have the goat reach out on his behalf to bring you to Tampa, you're living with him. You're living with him. You Could you imagine if you were Gazelle and card. Tom Brady's kids? No, no. It's... Thank God they probably have a fucking compound. Yeah, I'm sure he's not having sitting down at dinner with the family. Um, but it's it's just sad, bro, because Brady did everything he could. And I thought Brady did have an incredibly awesome post-game speech afterward. Or not speech, but uh, post-game press conference saying that, you know, we we have to be empathetic and we don't totally know, but we love them. We're here for them. And it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what Antonio Brown thinks. And that's just what makes Brady Brady and why he's had so many teammates and uh, over the years and coaches over the years that love him. I don't know what the next chapter is for Antonio Brown. Josh Gordon kept getting opportunities. I, I know it's a different circumstance with him, but does Antonio Brown play again in the NFL? It's hard. I mean, listen, he's, he's, an older receiver now. I want to say he's like 34. Um, I mean, not that he's slowed down much, but it's hard to see it. Um, I mean, Josh Gordon is on the Seahawks right now, right? No, I think he was on the Chiefs. Yeah, you're right. He was on the Seahawks last year. Antonio Brown, 33. Um, yeah, I think Josh Gordon is st- is back in the league. Um he was getting some run with the Chiefs. I don't know if he's still playing. Yeah, he's on the Chiefs, so. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I don't know. It'd be hard. You know, look at it from your perspective as a fan. I mean, five years ago, I wouldn't have cared short of murder or, or something that terrible or, or any of the other, you know, un, unthinkable crimes. I would have been like, fuck it, bring him in as a Jets fan. We need weapons. Now I'm like, no, I don't want him corrupting this fucking young team. I'm a well, no, this is where it's a hard line of delineation as a sports fan, especially a fan of a team, a really sp- strong fan of a team, and having players that come in. You know, we've talked about how we would not want the Yankees to sign Correa because of the shit that he pulled with Houston. But if he came to the Yankees and played great, we'd forgive him. Chapman obviously had the domestic you know, the domestic violence scare a couple of years ago, which is why the price tag dropped on him with the Reds so the Yankees could take advantage of that and sign it and trade for him. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Domingo Herman has dealt with his issues. Obviously, in a completely different scope, he's not a bad guy at all. He's a great guy, but Kyrie Irving has been a disruptive teammate. He's cost my team, my team and some Celtics fans opportunities for their team to win a championship because of this shit that he pulls but you're as long as the talent's there and you love seeing them play you're always so going you think to make play again? an excuse i think he's gonna play again hmm. i think something's gonna happen unless the nfl and and goodell puts him on the exempt list i don't think there's any I, I reason gonna... though too i mean no is that a suspendable offense i mean maybe no. by the tampa bay bucks if he decided to come back to them they could suspend him or dock and pay but you know that's he didn't do anything bad essentially. No, no, he was a shit teammate. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think he plays again. I don't know where, I don't know when, I don't know in what capacity, but I find it hard to believe because there's going to be a team that keeps that is going. To I can look see him, at his honestly with, and bring him in with Michael Gallup going to going uh, on the IR. I don't think it'll happen this year, but and his I think believe this is a walk year for him. He might go to the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Cowboys make sense. They're the Cowboys are always that team that could go out and do something like that, right? But as long as somebody thinks that there's some talent in there and the juice is worth the squeeze, I don't think he's done. Yeah, 
All right, well, let's keep moving on with football here. The Bills beat the Falcons 29-15 as expected. Um, Josh Allen just slinging the ball all over the yard. And the Falcons suck again. That they do. And, now, Sean, and this, you said that um, mm. they're a 7-8 and eight team, and I said they don't look like it. They are historically the worst team in DVOA, which is a defensive stat. I know. So they are terrible. But yet they they're going to finish seven and nine, probably. Well, they're seven and nine now, or right? Seven so and ten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because they play New Orleans this week, right? Yep. So Yeah. That's probably. a toss. That's a coin toss game, in my opinion. Yeah. So they're either they're either eight and nine or seven and ten. But yep. this game was touch and go there for a little bit. But Josh Allen just became Superman in the snow on Sunday and. He was slinging the ball over the yard, as you said. Also ran, had a, and they finally got Montgomery involved a little bit. Um, I like this. T- I, I I really like the w- way this team is closing the regular season. Yeah. I always look for how teams. And I, I said Montgomery. I meant Singletary. Um, yeah. Yep. I always look. I always look for how teams like this are going to close regular seasons, especially in the longest season now ever. And I like everything about this team heading into the playoffs. Agreed. Um... Pats beat up on the Jaguars as expected, fifty to ten. Um, I can't believe neither of us took this game. I know it was a high spread, but it seems like it was on a platter. Um, what do you think of the number one overall pick? I think he sucks right now. Yeah, and I'm using the right now importantly because I think he sucks right now. But that. I don't want to absolve him of every responsibility. I mean, Tom, he had he has he had a touchdown in this game. Finally, he had not thrown a touchdown in like six weeks before this. Yeah, a lot of turmoil there. I wouldn't blame him completely. Not a lot of talent, but I mean, you got to throw a touchdown every once in a blue moon. Be nice. I mean, it's uh, aside from Mike Glennon, <laughs> I think every quarterback in the NFL is capable of throwing touchdown passes. Mike Glennon it's, and Jake uh, Fromm. And Jake from oh good they're both on the Giants um, <laughs> yeah this is this is going to be the head coach decision that they make uh, down in Jacksonville is going to probably be the most important hire of the of the entire offseason because this is a guy in Trevor Lawrence whose talent is undeniable but even the best talents can be broken in the NFL if you don't surround them with the support that they need absolutely man well, I'm interested to see. Um, they interviewed a couple guys this past week. I don't remember which ones, but we'll, we'll see Jim who they Caldwell, said. Jim Caldwell, Byron Leftwich. I mean, I think even Bill O'Brien would be a really good hire. You just need somebody to bring stability. You don't need the sexy, splashy name. You just need somebody who is a good mind, who's been successful, and is going to bring some respect to that organization. Absolutely. Rams beat the Ravens in a barn burner 20-19. to I, I don't know about this Rams team. I don't either, Tom. Where do you see them finishing right now? Are they winning this West? I mean, who do they have in the last week? San Francisco. Um, In LA. Arizona's got Seattle duking it out for the the NFC West. No, I think think San Francisco can beat them. And I think, I mean, if the Rams win, they win, right? Yeah. Yep, all they need to do is win in their their champs. I think the Rams will take it. Would I bet money on it? Would I have put it in the picks, being that I have to come back this week to to beat you? Probably not. <laughs> no, I don't think that would be a wise move, especially because San Francisco does San Francisco things. But, yeah, Tom, I'm with you. I don't know what to think of this team. OBJ is really making an impact, and obviously Cooper Cup's going to have one of the best receiving seasons of all time, but I don't trust Stafford. I just don't. No. I mean, He's I do, do think something that fucks them over in a big game. I agree with you, and I do think the fact that he hasn't played in realistically any big games in his career. I know a couple playoff losses here and there. It, it does take a toll because you yeah. can tell he's pressing. Absolutely, you can tell that he's been pressing. I think mm-hmm. that's been a major contributing factor in why they haven't looked the way we want them to look. The one positive I'll say, and I'm sure you're going to agree, is that defense does seem to be rounding into form. Yeah, Von Miller seems to be coming around with the rest of that defense. Um, 
And, and listen, if they can ride that to to the Super Bowl, that'll that'll be what they need to do. Absolutely, um, turn, but that's why they Stafford. It's it's funny because it's like I was about to say turn Stafford into a glorified game manager, but he's literally the opposite. Yeah, there's no game management with him. That's no. gunslinger all the way. Yeah. Bengals beat the Chiefs in an incredible game, 34-31. to 31. Cincinnati wins the division over the Chiefs. Joe Burrow gets dinged up, but he has a hell of a game. He needs to stop taking big hits. Um, good game from Cincinnati. I, their defense is starting to regress. Sucked at the beginning. Spagnola had him hot. Up leading up until this game, how do you feel about the Chiefs? And then we'll talk Bengals. Sure, um, I agree with 100 with your take on Spagnolo. I mean, how are you still playing man coverage when Jamar Chase has A 265 yards, yards <laughs> and, and 11 three touchdowns and three touchdowns? I I hate that about Spagnola as much as he brought me a lot of joy as a Giants DC a few times. He is committed to his game plan, and he will not change it, and he likes to play man in coverage. Um, It's great if your pass rush is getting after the quarterback, but if it's not, you're in for a long day. For the Chiefs, I'm not worried. I still really like this team. They had some big leads. I think it just took a tremendous game and some really fluky situations there in the uh, end of regulation for them to lose that game, but I still feel really confident about where Kansas City is heading into the postseason. Yeah, looking at Cincinnati – I agree with you, by the way. I'm I'm fine with – listen, at some point, Clark Kent's going to come out of the, the phone booth there with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and you never doubt him. Um, Bengals, what a season for them. Just really, really good young team. Good everywhere. I mean, if it wasn't for the, the Bengals – history i would say that we're looking at the beginning of the next great team i'm I'm, i would be saying that this is like what the chiefs were a few years ago joe burrow might be the 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 ultimate kryptonite to their history i'm really supermaning it up today you really are in the same same analogy it's great uh talking about the same guys and teams but yes absolutely i think that looking at Cincinnati historically always makes me question what they really can do. But if anybody's going to do it, I think this tandem of, of Burrow and Chase is the one who's going to do it. And, and I, this is one caveat I have with the draft process, right? I mean, you, you try to look at things so logically. And Burrow loses the end of his fr- uh, rookie season because of an injury. You have to address the offensive line. You said he got dinged up. He's got to stop taking big hits. What do they do? They go wide receiver. Yeah, it's a sexy move, right? You just went and got the best wide receiver coming out of college since, I don't know, maybe Calvin Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that pick's starting to look really good now. It looks great. Uh, Cincinnati for you, Tom. I know the game ended really weird. Actually, let's talk about that real fast. What did you make from that final sequence there? And Zach Taylor continuing to go for it, which eventually lucked out. I mean, he got exactly. He got he lucked out. He got bailed out. I, you put the points on the board, in my opinion. There. Me too. In that situation, um, you know, we we talk about analytics all the time. Don't care what they say. You're you're going up what ten points. You put the points on the board. Absolutely agree. I, I hate this. I. I like the aggressiveness, but guys, come on. Don't lose just being smart here. Uh, you have the game won. Uh, what do you make of Cincinnati? They're now NFC, or AFC North champs in the postseason. How do you like their chances of winning a round or possibly getting a little bit further? I like them. I mean, I doubted this team all year, so I'm going to try and go the other way. I think they can win at least a game. Me too. They, they've had some really shitty losses, but they've also had some incredibly impressive wins. Absolutely, and Burrow always wakes up in the big games, uh, and he'll have that cigar lit. Um, moving on to the Titans and the Dolphins. Dolphins had seven straight wins, I believe, before this one, but they, they had an all-time run of bad teams and bad quarterbacks. They ran into a halfway decent one in Ryan Tannehill, and he shredded them 34-3. to this is a game I was looking for out of Tannehill, stepping up, getting the big receiver, A.J. Brown involved, um, and Foreman is looking like a mini Derrick Henry. And the main Derrick Henry is coming back soon. So 
great win for the Titans. They right now hold the one seed in the AFC, amazingly enough. We'll see how it all wraps up. They play Houston. They play Houston. That should should give them a win. Although Davis Mills, he's frisky. Dolphins, yeah, you're you're exactly right, man. They finally faced a good opponent. and, And Tua and that whole team, they just had nothing on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, Tua is, I think he's going to have a decent career in the NFL, but he's always just going to be, the. I think his ceiling is a top, is like right in the middle, 15th best. I think you're probably right. Um, he's going to beat the, the bad year, teams. Right? Yeah, yeah, given the adversity that he's been through, losing uh, A.J. Brown for a long time, Julio Jones is, is nowhere to be found, and obviously Derrick Henry, absolutely. Raiders beat the Colts 23-20. Colts had also been winning a lot. They had won eight in a row. Super uh, disappointing. This team was just stuck in neutral the entire game. Um, you need Jonathan Taylor to pound the ball a little bit more, especially with Wentz as your quarterback, and they just didn't do it. And honestly, the Colts lost this game as much as the Raiders won it. Totally agree with you. I was going to ask you the question. Is this Raiders team one of the most resilient teams we've seen in a while? It's got to be. Because I think so. I mean, given what happened with their entire front office, not just Gruden and then the Henry Ruggs thing, I mean, absolutely. The fact that they're – and Darren Waller has been out since Thanksgiving. They're by far their best offensive player. Derek Carr has earned some major props in NFL circles this year. Hey, I'd take him on my team. Not really, I, my, my sweet prince. I know for a fucking fact you would. Uh, yeah, there's there's a very short list of players I wouldn't take on the Giants right now, but I would love Derek Carr. Listen, you got a real one. In Vegas, amazingly enough, if they if they beat the Chargers on Sunday Night Football, they're in the playoffs. It is pretty crazy given all the adversity they've gone through, as you mentioned. Um, Eagles beat Washington 20-16. to as the stands collapse on Jalen Hurts as the game ends. Um, the Eagles needed this win. They got it. It wasn't very impressive. They might make the playoffs, but uh, they, they don't do a lot for me. No, but hey, I mean, Jalen Hurts might be the future if he can just get a little more accurate with the football. He seems like a winning quarterback, and they definitely needed this win, and their defense is tightening up. Yeah, it is. I give them credit. They It definitely is. You know I hate giving the Eagles any kind of credit. No, not at all, especially as a Giants fan who got double-fucked over by the Eagles last year, um, given the last game of the season and then the draft, and then they go ahead and make the playoffs, and the Giants are the laughing stock of the NFL. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. I'm sorry, I'm I, dancing on the grave here because it's not the Jets, you know? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, a, new, it's a new setting for you. It's pretty pretty crazy. It feels, um, feels great. Yeah, I'm sure. I was just going to say, I'm sure it feels great. You don't seem to be too broken up over it. Yeah. Um, Chargers beat the Broncos 34-13. Herbert did Herbert things. The Broncos have nothing. Drew Locke fucking blows. They're going to be in the quarterback market, as you alluded to last time. Um, and the Chargers are going to host Vegas for the opportunity to go to the playoffs on Sunday night. Yeah, um, my buddy, probably the only Chargers fan in the world. Uh, I, I talked to him a couple days ago, and I said, you need. do you want to watch this game alone, or do you want to come over? Maybe, you know. Listen, we might uh, we might hit a sauna. I've been uh, I've been hitting the gym hard lately. Um, Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, need a little need a little R and R. So I might hit the we might hit the sauna and then I don't know maybe have a little cheat day when it comes to food. Just trying to settle the guy in before eight thirty. What a day. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it happens. He might he might get cold feet at the end and say he's got to watch this one in a dark room alone. I, I, listen, he he's scarred. I can too. always respect that. Yeah. Absolutely. I might have to watch it in a dark room alone if it was the Jets. Um, 49ers beat the Texans 23-7. Not much to say here except Jimmy G is hurt and Trey Lance does not look like he's ready to play. Oh, God, he looked bad. I know yeah. he made some throws later on in the game, but wow. If he's if he's the one that's got to beat the Rams on Sunday and get San Francisco into the playoffs, you are – going on quite the bet because I don't see that happening. No, not at all. Um, Seahawks beat the Lions 51-29. to Bad pick by me. Should have known it was going to be Russell Wilson's last hoorah. 
Um, was this Russell Wilson's second to last game with the Seahawks? Is my question for you. Yes. Mm. Is he a yes. giant? I don't know what he is, but he's not going to be a Seahawk. Because I am, I am, I'd say about seventy-eight percent out on a Wilson for Wilson plus give you your pick back trade. He's not going to the Jets. The Jets aren't going to do that. Um, the Giants should be in the market for him, no matter how bad he's been. It's the Giants should be in the market for him. Yep. We we mentioned Denver, Pittsburgh. Any any team that is quarterback starved, Carolina. Um, yeah, he's going to have a market for sure. It'll, New Orleans. It's just going to be a matter of who pays the right price for Seattle and where he wants to go. Definitely. Um, Cardinals beat the Cowboys twenty five to twenty two in Dallas. Um, sorry, Will Smith. Sorry, Will Smith, and. <laughs> It's funny, you know, Will, Will tries to be all realistic and shit, and then uh, we were playing golf on Friday. He's like, listen, if if uh, I think it was the Packers, if the Packers lose and the Cowboys win, we get the one seed and blah, 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 and then the fucking Cowboys go out and lose this game, and Dak Prescott went back to Dak of weeks before Washington, uh, and it was super disappointing to see. It's like he forgot what what gave them the 50 to whatever score the week before. Tom, I know that's going to be the main narrative, and that's fine. Uh, He obviously has not been good outside of that Washington game, and I don't know what it is about Amari Cooper not having big games when they really need him to against other top opponents. Uh, Maybe I know he voiced his displeasure over targets and all that, uh, a bit disjointed for sure is that offense, but Tom, the story to me, Mike McCarthy. I told you, and I told <laughs> Will. How do you I not agree. have a timeout? How do you not have a timeout with a with with a minute and fifty nine seconds left to challenge that call? It was unbelievable. It should have been Dallas ball. You're all out of timeouts. You can't challenge it. It's before, or I'm sorry, there was 201 left. So it was before that it was an automatic review under two minutes. That cost them the game. You hate to see it. You really do. But you know what? I don't. And I this love- is this is a tough Cowboys loss. But the one you really got to be kicking yourselves over is the Raiders game on Thanksgiving. Oh yes. That that game was all time brutal. Uh, you just love to see it. You really do. Oh, it makes me so happy because. Listen, I I have made some horrendously bad uh, predictions uh, in my time in this now 224-episode saga that we've had here, Tom. But I feel pretty confident that if if Dallas loses, it's going to be because of Mike McCarthy. I, I can't believe that a coach who's been in the league for this long manages the clock as have a time out there to to challenge that play because it easily would have been overturned and Dallas probably finds a way to win that game it's it, it really is spot on to what you said and it's it, it just makes it funny um yeah and I can see them losing a major playoff game due to a coaching blunder it's it's truly bad um on the other side Arizona I know they've gone through a really rough patch after starting the season. 7 and 0 and winning what like 10 of their 9 of their first 10 games but did you see anything on Sunday that makes you feel a little bit more confident about them I mean they let Kyler do his thing and that's I think you know he wasn't he didn't seem hurt and hurt or not they just let him sling the ball around and that's kind of what you got to do when you have a player like that You got to kind of let him play schoolyard football too right Yeah absolutely probably more than any other quarterback in the league Maybe him and Lamar. Yeah, no doubt about it. Saints beat the Panthers, irrelevant game. Although the Saints are still in playoff contention, I believe. Somehow. Yeah, somehow. Um, I don't think they're going to make it. 18-10. to 10. Um, I didn't watch a second of this game. And if anybody bet on it, they're idiots to, to bet on it and then to watch it. They're even dumber. <laughs> Strong take. Um, I had red zone on, so they cut to some of this game, and I saw a Darnold look. 
horrendous. They were playing Darnold. They were playing. Hey, we Cam. got a second round pick for him, by the way. It's it's an all time fleece job. That one or the Joe Seahawks Douglas. trade? Both. Yeah. Both. Love because it. Because that second round pick is going to be high because Carolina's bad. And speaking of Carolina being bad, Tom, did you hear what Dave Tepper, the owner, said about Matt Rule's contract? What did he say? He called it a clusterfuck. Oh, God. You gave him seven years. You basically locked him in your house so that the, he wouldn't go to the Giants. You gave him seven years. You gave him complete control of his staff. Yeah, Joe Brady didn't even make it two years. And now you've got a, a staff that doesn't know what they're doing. And these, I, I, this has been a really rough run for college coaches. And Kingsbury has escaped it because I think the main job of his was even so much more than to win was to develop Kyler Murray, and he's done that. So I think you could call what he's done a success. But, Tom, between – Matt Rule and Urban Meyer. Oh my God! I don't know how you can get much worse other than hiring a special teams coach named Joe Judge. I like how you're sulking. Um, you're working through it, and that's what you have to do. I do the same thing. Um, but yeah, I gotta be honest. I don't think there's gonna be a college coach hired for a while. People are gonna be scared to do it. Yeah, I don't know anybody that. I mean, unless Harbaugh wants to come back, but I don't really count that, right? No. No. Yeah. So. Aside from that, I don't see any guys that are at that are true college guys that have never really had any NFL experience getting pulled up. No, and, and Lincoln Riley was that guy, but he's at USC now, so that's done. Um, yep. Packers kill the Vikings 37-10. Tom, this question is going to be a lot less about what Green Bay is going to do in the playoffs. I think that they're the unanimous favorites. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. I was going to ask you make your to please make the case as to why he's not the MVP. I don't have I a think case. Of one. Tom Brady had a couple duds in a row, including this past game. Jonathan Taylor's cooled off of late. Kyler Murray missed seven, six, whatever. I think he missed like four or five games, actually. Too many games missed. Lamar Jackson hurt, and his team also fell apart. There's nobody in the NFL that's even close. It's Aaron Rodgers. And if you don't vote for Aaron Rodgers, you're a crotchety old prick and piece of shit, and you're an old man, and you're stupid. Or an old woman. Well, yeah, or you don't like him as a person. I don't give a fuck. We don't vote. Did you hear Rodgers today? What? No, because there's a reporter, there was somebody who has a vote, I forget who it is. Yeah, I saw that. said he's not going to vote for Rodgers and he called him a bum. Yeah, well, he is a bum. This isn't, listen, this isn't the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. If you don't want to give him that, fine. I, I get it. He, he, uh, in my, you know how I feel about him wanting to leave the Packers. They're a first class organization. and But you know what, at the same time, when it comes to him wanting to leave the Packers, you know, I'm a player's first kind of guy. He can go wherever he wants as long as he, you know, if he's going to sit out, whatever. If that's what you have to do to get what you need, then fine. His COVID takes were beyond asinine. He sounds like he's talking literally out of his ass um, when he says that. So do I like him as a person? No, I think he's a pompous asshole. But he's having by far, he's got 34 touchdowns, four interceptions, the team is the number one seed in the NFC. Um, and you saw what his fucking backup did. Talk about wins above replacements. Um, he's by far and beyond the MVP of this season, whether you like him or not. And Barry Bonds won a lot of MVPs, and nobody liked him. That's a great closing argument. Um, I'm with you, by the way. But I don't think it's as clear cut because Brady, he does lead the league in passing touchdowns and passing yards. And... What he just did on Sat on Sunday, I know it was against your Jets, was a virtuoso with all of that talent now gone from his team. And he has had a lot of that talent in and out of the lineup the majority of the season. I think Rodgers is the MVP. I would vote for Rodgers. But I don't think it's as obvious as we think because Brady has not is not just kind of coming up the rear. He's He's had an unbelievable season. After that Saints game, I just I can't unsee that I Saints know. game. But that's just more recent in our mind. Let's not forget how bad Rodgers was in that week one against the Saints. True. Saints involved in both. 
Um, final game we have here, Steelers beat the Browns 26-14, putting the Browns any hopes they have of going to the playoffs to sleep. Um, Baker looked fucking terrible. I think he's making the – honestly, his decision to play through whatever injury this is has really tanked his stock getting a new contract. I think it was a silly decision on his part. Um, but Ben's final home game, see you later, Ben. I know how you feel about him. Um, it's It's been a long time coming for him to be gone. Luckily, I gambled on this game. I knew the Browns were going to get smoked. Um, <laughs> two non-playoff teams, aside from Ben leaving, what do we really care? None. But I will say that you're right about um, you're right about Baker. His stock would have been higher if he had just not played because it would have been like, oh, well, he's hurt. He missed all this time. He played well last year when he was healthy. Um, a playoff game. Yeah, won a playoff game in Pittsburgh. Uh, mm-hmm. Killed him. But, yeah, Tom, obviously I you know how I feel about Big Ben, but more about Big Ben the person. I He's just so fucking unlikable. <laughs> and, 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 and his history – you know, the six-game suspension 10 years ago for sexual misconduct and, and paying off the women. And Listen, I, I people can change. People can grow. He's a family man now. You saw him with his kids. Um, that's great. I, I'm, you know, obviously RIP Kobe. He had his checkered past, and we remember the second half of his career as one of the greatest, not just players, but, you know, statesmen of the league uh, and humanitarians that we know. Uh, but I, I just felt uncomfortable watching the whole thing because I'm just like, he's not a great guy. Yes, he's been an unbelievable player for a very long time with that organization. He's got his two rings. But I think just need to do a better job about celebrating guys sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but they don't they don't see it that way in Pittsburgh. But, you know, sayonara. See you later. See you later. All right. Let's make some picks, Real my fast friend. Time, just to put a bow on that, Mike Tomlin, even if they lose against the Ravens, will be another season where he will not have a losing season. Hey, good for him, and I would take him on the Jets over most coaches in the league. No disrespect, Robert Sala. He's, he's just an unbelievable coach. Absolutely is. All right, so to recap last week, I went one and three. You went three and one, taking a somewhat commanding lead. Uh, we both got Tampa wrong. We both got Chicago right. I took Detroit, dumb. I took Indy, dumb. You took the Chargers, smart. You took Green Bay, smart. Um, you ready to make some picks? Oh, I'm ready. I'm feeling good. All right, let's lead off with. Your New York Giants, they are at home. This is sad, Sean, because the the Redskins, not only their stadium decimated, this team is decimated. Um, And Taylor Heineke and the Washington football team are favored by six and a half. Sorry, guys. I I should get glasses. Tom, the Washington football team is unveiling a new name on February 2nd. Wow. Isn't that exciting? Oh, you know it's going to suck. Um, what I know even more is going to suck is the performance of Jake Fromm and whoever the fuck is behind him. Six and a half, that's fine. Give me Washington. The Giants won't score more than three points or six points in this game. Graham Gano is the MVP of the New York Giants. Absolutely. I am Washington take... ends Joe Judge's Giants tenure. I'm hoping for it. <clears throat> and Sean, it's funny. I was I I'm for the rest of the picks, I'm gonna let you go first and I'm gonna go against you here. Um <laughs> just because I, I need to make up three games, but I can't do it with the Giants. No. I'd rather no. end in a tie than just blatantly lose one of these games. <laughs> you, no matter how contrarian you want to be, there's no way you could tell me with a straight face that you could take the Giants in this game. That's how fucking bad they are, is the fact that like, I need to take the Giants right now. If I went 4-0 and and you went 0-4, I would beat you. But I, it's just, it seems like such a lock that I'd rather tie and we'd have to figure it out from there. The only way that Washington could be worse than having the raw sewage and the uh, part of the stands fall out from underneath itself um uh, would be to incorporate the Giants fan appreciation medium Pepsi. 
to their fans. Oh. So between those two, the two teams, they have honestly Washington. Washington probably doesn't even sell Pepsi at their stadium. It's probably that like Shoprite brand. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, Dan <laughs> Snyder's trying to say whatever buck he can. Um, RC Cola. Yet, yeah, RC Cola. Um, maybe that's what was coming out of the uh, coming out of the pipes. Um, for the Jets, they're going to Buffalo. Buffalo's a seventeen point favorite. Tom, I can't. I there's no fucking way I can go that that far. And I like what I've seen from the Jets lately. Even if they lose, they could get killed and, co- and cover this game. So I'm taking the Jets. Go Bills, I guess I'm taking the Bills minus 17. Oh, my God. Listen, if I lose by one or I lose by fucking six, I still lose. What's the Bills' status right now? Are they going to play this game all out? I mean, I think their seeding still matters, so yeah. Okay. That's what that spread tells me. Because look at the yeah, Green Bay too. spread against Detroit. I mean, they're clearly not. Right. All right. Yeah, I still, I'll, I'll still take the Jets with, with the points. Um, my third game, I'm going to Tampa, where the Buccaneers are an eight-point favorite at home over the Panthers. The Panthers' quarterback situation absolutely sucks, and Tampa. I know they want to make sure they get that two seed um, and don't relinquish it to Will's Cowboys or anybody else. So I'm going to take Tampa minus the eight at home against the Panthers. Damn, I hate making this pick because I I agree with you, but I'm going Carolina plus eight. Oh, you took this game? No, I just told you I'm going against you. Against me in every single game. Sorry. I'm not used to this. Um, Last one, I'm actually going to backtrack to Saturday. So enjoy this one, Tom. Kansas City at Denver. Uh, Chiefs are a 10-point road favorite, and I'm going to take the Chiefs. KC minus 10. I'm going Denver. Going dogs this week on these two. What a coincidence. I, I Listen, I don't endorse – there's no sperm bank pick of the week this week. I don't endorse this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just a guy trying to win. Or <laughs> tie, a actually. I'm a guy trying to tie. Stops. This is great. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready to talk right, a little well, – uh, you ready to talk a little college football for the second to last time this year? I am. Alabama beats Cincinnati 27-6. We saw this coming from a mile away. Cincinnati played scared, um, which is so dumb in my opinion. If you're Alabama and you're playing scared, which they wouldn't because they're coached by Nick Saban, um, but it would make sense if they did because they're supposed to win this game. Cincinnati, you make it into the playoffs, fucking play with your hair on fire. Well, Cincinnati just couldn't generate anything offensively. I got to tell you, man, Bama didn't play well at all. I Brian Robinson was a stud. He had over 200 yards rushing, and he controlled the clock. But not having John Mechie out there, it was it was. Is a he big playing in the championship game? While. No, he tore an ACL in the SEC Ugh. title game. He's done. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I was not that impressed with Alabama. Their defense made plays when they had to. Desmond Ritter just wasn't ready for the big time. Um, and this was more a product of Cincinnati just wetting their pants more so than Alabama looking dominant. And I know Bama played great against Georgia the first time, Tom, but if they play like they did against Cincinnati, they're going to get their asses beat. Speaking of Georgia, they beat up on Michigan 34-11. to oh. That defense is something to behold. I mean, it was the best defense in college football all year, and I know Bama erased it, but let's not forget how good it is. Absolutely. So moving on to the national championship game. And Stephen Bennett played a hell of a game against a really good Michigan defense. Yes. Um, Alabama against Georgia. Georgia is favored by two and a half points. Will Smith told me that he thinks that um, Georgia didn't show Alabama anything in that other, in that SEC championship game because they expected this game coming. I don't know if I agree with it, but it is a take. Um, it's a believable take. How do you feel? It's not a terrible take by Will, but I would say that because Kirby Smart has never beaten Nick Saban, uh, I think he was more consumed with making sure they got the uh, the first seed in the college football playoff. Does he get it done? Nick Saban. You know, Tom, I'm I'm very nervous about this game. I I'm not saying this as trying to 
use reverse psychology, you know I would be pouting out my chest about Alabama. I don't like the fact that Bama absolutely killed them in the first game. Saban will have them prepared. Saban will have them ready to go. But this Georgia team was the best team in college football all fucking year. And if Stetson Bennett just gets over some of the shit that he had in that SEC championship game and plays anything like he did against Michigan, Georgia's the better team, bro. Georgia's the better team. I Quit like your Georgia. dancing. Give me, give me a. Do you like Georgia? I like Georgia. I just said I like Georgia. You taking them with the spread or just do you like the game? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm going Bama, man. I'm going Bama. You don't doubt LeBron when he's when he's in a winning situation. You don't doubt Belichick and Tom Brady. You don't doubt Nick Saban, unless he's at coaching in the NFL. Point, at some point, Kirby Smart's going to have to win one of these games. I mean, he's been snake bitten so many times. The 2018 national championship game—they're killing Bama. Saban pulls out Hurts, he brings in Tua, they win in overtime. Into the 2018 SEC Championship game, 10 months later, he takes Tua out, puts in Hurts, he leads the comeback and wins. Then you have this past SEC Championship game. Something's got to give. I'm obviously not rooting for it. Roll fucking tide, baby, but I'm I'm nervous as shit about this game. I'm picking it with my head, but I'm rooting for Georgia because I don't want to hear that shit. I know you are. All right, man. Well, that about wraps it up. Should be a good one. We got one week left of uh, Wednesday NFL, and then I guess we could bring it over to Mondays because playoffs are much smaller than the full full slate. You got anything going on, Sean? How was your New Year's? New Year's was good, bro. It was was a good time. Uh, Nothing too crazy. How about yours? It's good. I played golf. I uh, only played nine holes. Oh, yeah, holes how was with, your uh, round on Saturday? It was the longest round of our lives. But you know what? On December 31st, you're not that annoyed about it. You're just happy to be out there. Um, after that, just went home and uh, hung out with Soy. Did not want to go out to any bars and, and risk getting sick. Um, and Michaela was at work, so just enjoyed, just enjoyed the night. Did what I've done for whenever I'm home for the past however many years I put on. ABC, Dick Clark, whatever, with 10 seconds left, watched the ball drop, went back to what I was doing, and then went to bed. I respect that. Um, Have you ushered in 2022 with any memorable meals that you could put at the end of uh, this calendar year's list? Um, Well, Michaela and I, on our anniversary, went to to this place in New Rochelle Modern. And let me tell you, they make... You know when you go to a when you go to an Italian restaurant and you get the veal parm and I, I got to get off the veal because it's a cruel and unusual way to to treat a cow. Uh, but with that being calf. said, what calf calf Baby yes cow. calf yes it, which turns into a calf. So I guess we're both right there. Um, well, he doesn't yeah. because he gets murdered. But aside as, yeah. aside from Thanks that. For they make a veal parm, and it's not too much. It's just enough to where you don't feel too full, but it's so good. So, yeah, I guess mm. I, I guess that's the one meal. What about you? You can staff that. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, outside of some of the ones that I've mentioned uh, already, I have, uh, I have not ventured out into anything new just yet. But, you know, it's scary out there right now with Omicron. So it is. Not doing a whole lot. We're back in stage four down here, so... A lot of like what it was the first few months I lived here, it feels like. Just did a time warp back into the beginning of 2021. Yeah, I mean, shit. We're, I feel like at least five people I know have gotten COVID within the last week. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I, I, go, I go to work and I go home. I mean, that's really basically all I do right now. It's crazy here, man. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make sense up here. It's like... Because at the first one, it was like mask mandates were like statewide, right? And if you were in, well, pretty much everywhere, but one state adopted, I think Connecticut did first, and it was like mask everywhere. I don't give a fuck what town you're in, put your mask on. And then New York picked it up and whatever. But here it's like, I go to, I go to the gym in Norwalk first, and you know, I, I wear my mask regardless. I wear my mask from the second I walk in to the second I leave. I don't take it off to even take a sip of water unless I w- I've literally gone into the bathroom and gone into the stall to take a sip of water. I didn't even have to piss just because I'm being that cautious. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, 
But like I heard the guys at the desk saying like, oh, somebody didn't have a mask on. He's like, you got to wear a mask in here. But then I go to the I go to the, a different location in Greenwich, and I mean, it's the gym is you've been to fucking million gyms before. Everything's so close together. Yeah, I swear to God, I'd say. 80 85 percent of the people aren't wearing masks and it's well, like first of all it's I, like it's it's like a it's you're huffing and puffing like you're you're breathing heavier in the gym probably than anywhere else well first of all i would just like to point out uh that although you got on me for commenting on where my brother lives uh two episodes i know ago, i gave it away disclosed several places in that regional area so i think the cat's out of the bag now and it's fine as long as i'm not giving away your permanent address yeah you should be fine so you can back off of that stance um but i couldn't agree with you more although i do have a caveat with certain things so in those big box gyms there i'll give you a little insight they're pushing the mask mandates because they have to because they're ordered to but it's kind of like they're still not going to absolutely walk around and enforce it. Well, I think yeah, if you're when going somebody to at one the front, gyms, when somebody at the front desk is making minimum wage, they're not going to give that much of a shit. No, and if you're walking around, if you're making the conscious effort to go to a gym like that, then you're probably aware that hey, even with mask on, I might get this thing. My bigger complaint is like, so I work in a corporate wellness, right? So we have a at, uh, at at Samsung where I work, the only way you can access the fitness centers if you have if you're vaccinated. So it's kind of like a bubble in there. If you if you don't have if you're not vaccinated, you can't use it, and it's basically impossible to be around campus if you're not. So, but in a corporate gym, you're a lot more spread out. Some people have masks on, some people don't. In my apartment building, that gets very little usage. Nobody wears a mask, myself included. If you have two people in there that are not wearing masks and they're sweating and huffing and puffing and you're somebody of an eight of a demographic that might be a little bit more susceptible, don't come in there at that time. Like that's something that I think we two can all people. agree on. <laughs> try try fifty, sixty, man. It's no, crazy. but I'm I'm saying in like each individual space, right? So like I said in like a gym of yours, like you kinda know what you're getting into. Like not everybody's gonna keep them on. Some people don't want to wear them. And it sucks that that is what it is, but I think you also have to make your own decisions. You can work out at home, you can work out in a smaller place that's not as crazily populated. Yeah, uh, no, I agree with you. I, I wasn't speaking to more individuals' decisions. It just, it's, it, I swear to God, everybody's half pregnant with this shit. Like, we went to a restaurant, my girlfriend and I, and you wear the mask to go in. Gotta wear the mask to go in, but the second you sit down at the table, there's no fucking imaginary bubble. You just take the mask off. My biggest thing is, is I don't like the complete vanishing of common sense i'm pro mask i'm pro vaccine of all of that shit all of, both of us are but at some point you got to use common sense too and you know if you're gonna go out to a restaurant and you're gonna put yourself in public situations you're gonna be aware that you might catch it yeah you have to accept the risks so it is it is what it is don't don't make me wear this outside socially distanced and then sit inside at a table with lesser circulate air circulation and i don't have to wear it as i have particles leave my mouth while i'm eating and drinking for two hours yeah it's it's gotten it's gotten a little crazy but uh it, covid is supposed to luckily the numbers say that uh omicron is not as deadly which is usually what happens with a virus anyways as it mutates the virus wants to live just like we do so it'll become you know, a few years down the line, it'll become like the flu, hopefully. Um, but it is supposed to peak uh, towards the end of January. So everybody stay safe out there. Um, Definitely. Yeah, stay safe. And, and uh, you know, especially up there where it's getting cold, where it's obviously freezing up there. There's no real reason to go out. Save no. yourself another month. Yep. Absolutely. Another two months. February is the worst. Um, That's true. February is a rough month. Yeah. February is the worst month of the year, honestly, in my opinion. Buddy, just... uh, 
a buddy texted me today and said that he would have he had a tough time getting into work because the merit was part of the merit was closed because it was frozen over. Don't miss those days. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I for some reason I got I got into work scot free because I took uh, ninety five all the way into to Queens where I was working today. But I mean, I heard the sawmill was closed. I heard part of the hutch was closed. Cars oh. just lined up all over each other, just crashing like crazy. I mean, you live here all your life, and people still don't understand how to drive when there's a little bit of ice. Well, it's better than down here, where when there's a little bit of rain, uh, people basically start going 40 miles an hour on the highway. So. Yeah, I hear you on that. Any shows? Anything else going on? No, man. Um, there was a uh, documentary uh, recommended to me by uh, the secretary and his lovely wife. Um, like Super Dave or something. Oh, yeah, I started uh, that one. On Netflix. So I'm going to watch that at some point. Uh, I started that's only that 75 one. minutes. How is it so far? Good? Yeah, I mean, I love Super Dave. He's just yeah. RIP. He's he's one of the greats. Did finish up Curb. Hilarious. So good. So Hilarious. good. Um, um, I'm in the midst of trying to finish Succession, and then I'm going to finish up uh, Yellowstone. But I've been on a little bit of a video game kick lately, which usually happens when the winter comes around. Pretty much Call of Duty, which I uh-huh. used to suck at so bad. My kill-to-death ratio was always below one, but this game I'm actually pretty fucking good at. My KD's well above one, and uh, I'm having a good time. There you go. Good for you, man. Yeah. Find a way to pass some of those cold winter nights up there. Absolutely. Can't play golf, so got to find something else to do sometimes. I can respect that. Well, Tom, we got our last week of the NFL season upcoming couple pods on deck and then it's playoff time baby yes sir um i was gonna cut you off but i'll be a nice guy you want to say anything else about alabama i'm just gonna say roll tide (sighs) i should have hit stop right there everybody (laughs) have a good week we'll talk to you next week later guys